Hello again and welcome to episode 156 of SDGC for Thursday, August 1st, two days away from my birthday. If you're not aware, Superform Gamescast meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9pm Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, a mental health support show, and a bi-weekly morning show every other Friday. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey, feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a sub. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. And with that being said, how is everybody? I'm pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm you doing, doing good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah everybody doing, doing okay? Everybody... Yeah. Lino, Lena, how are you doing? Pretty good. This is so, Lena. This is I think this is actually my. This is either your first time on the podcast itself. No, definitely not the first. Or, or, well, I think it's the yeah. first time that she's been on with me. Yeah, last okay. time it was just. Yeah, yeah, I was on with her at least. I remember one time at least. Yeah. Because I just want to make sure that we are. I don't know why it says the morning show. I changed the. Uh, I changed the thing. I don't. I, uh, I it swear. Could be whatever time you want it to be. Time yeah. is a construct. Who, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, I see the chat is filling up. That's good. Uh, Lena, you doing okay tonight? I am. Anybody, uh, anybody in chat you want to give a shout out to? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, <clears throat> hi, Colette. You just got set <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. My apologies. Um, so there's a lot to talk about this week. Um, I, I didn't think that I thought that we might have to rely heavily tonight on, um, on random, on random topics, like topics we just make up, but some pretty interesting stuff happened today, uh, as it was. And, and so we actually do have a few things to talk about tonight, <laughs> um, from call of duty to, uh, Ninja being the first, uh, I guess, I don't know how to put it exclusive streamer. Like uh, the, we don't do exclusive games anymore. Now we do exclusive streamers. It was weird. It was like like we were talking this morning, and like, oh, we don't really have much to talk about. And then at like one o'clock today, everything like happened. a bunch of stories came out. We're Every, talking about everything happened. So we're gonna talk about that tonight. We're gonna talk about some Call of Duty stuff, not just gameplay related stuff, but I also kind of want to talk a little bit about the white phosphorus stuff um, because it's something that's Good really Willie P. Everyone's favorite kill streak. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, we're also going to talk about uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood a little later. Um, I know that uh, Justin and Lena have some things they want to say about that. And um, we're going to answer some some questions. We're going to answer some. We got some really interesting questions on Twitter that we're going to answer live here for everybody. Uh, but first, what we're going to do is talk about PlayStation Four and uh, and Switch sales. Uh, and I've let me pull up the. Uh, I've got the. Or at least I had the. Here we go. Uh, and of course, I want to give credit where credit's due. So I am quoting this from uh, thenextweb.com. I've never heard of them, but okay, they seem all right. Um, and uh, oh, and I guess Sam and Chat also uh, pointed out that last minute, but tariffs are officially being increased, which means Sony is going to have an interesting time. That's true, um, and we can factor that into our uh, into our discussion here as well. <laughs> so uh, the next web.com says Nintendo and Sony this week posted sales figures for the Switch and PlayStation 4 respectively, and the two consoles are cleaning house. If you're looking for a reason why these two consoles have rocketed to the top so quickly, you can probably put it down to both consoles' sterling lineup of exclusives. Excuse me. The beer's coming back. Sony's PS4 hit the milestone of 100 million consoles sold in the last six years. It's hit that milestone faster than any other console except the Nintendo DS. 
One of the things it's boasted over its rivals is a list of exclusives from launch. Bloodborne, Uncharted 4, Spider-Man, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona 5, the list goes on. Um, and of course, our, our friend Daniel Ahmad, uh, Z-Huge, uh, he also said on Twitter that the PlayStation 4 the has real hit... The real reason he's not on our show anymore is because we called him Z-Huge. It's, yeah, that, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For for those who don't know, used to know, like it used to be Daniel who who would uh, who would be our, our monthly NPD guy. But after he started with um, after he started his new job, he he wasn't he wasn't able to do that anymore. But Daniel, we love you, man. Um, and Obligations. If you, well, and, and Brandon, here's the interesting thing. Like, if you hear anybody, we were his first ever podcast appearance on SDGC. So if you hear oh, people yeah. refer to him as, as Z Huge, that started here. <laughs> that, that, that's that's that's. That's my wild. inability, my inability to pronounce Zhuge. Yeah, I can't pronounce Zhuge either. And at this point, dude, I, I I don't care too. It's just Z huge. Uh, but Daniel said that uh, the trajectory of the PS4 is faster than both the 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 PS2 and the Wii, which is fucking wild. Um, that's really really interesting. And of course, uh, the Switch this year is um probably going to pass. I think the X the Xbox One in in total sales uh, worldwide, yeah, which is seems about right. Yeah. Um fucking insane man like uh sure yeah gaming is a growing industry wild i remember back in uh, 2012 when i was reading articles on cnn telling me that consoles were dying and mobile was the future and ipads were the future and remember these yeah Yeah. stadia dude that's where it's at right now oh poor fucking stadia man i feel so i feel feel so bad like it's yeah i'm like 2.0 bring it on i don't have good feelings about stadia man i really don't but uh, uh, Justin, what do these uh, Justin, what do these PS4 numbers say to you, man? Um, I mean, it's really impressive. I don't like even the most optimistic predictions at the beginning of this generation. I don't think had any console hitting the hundred million milestone. Like it's the fastest home console to hit the milestone. Like, um, faster than PS2, faster than Wii. Like, I don't think even the most optimistic predictions saw that happening even if we saw them being successful um and switches you know on a crazy trajectory right now too plus they've got two revisions coming out this fall um multiple huge games uh like switch is doing crazy numbers too like both of them have been extraordinarily successful and really really hit their um fan bases (laughs) Um, the way they needed to um, and supported them throughout the generation. And it'll be exciting to see where they go in the future. I don't think, and I'll, I'll kick this over to Lena next, but I, I personally, I don't see the PS4, despite its trajectory, I don't see it surpassing the PS2. In, oh, like, no. The, sales. I mean, Simply the PS2, like, I mean, part of the reason the PS2 continued selling so well was it was, it like, was the only affordable DVD, DVD player, player yeah. in a lot of regions. Plus, with PS5 um, being backwards compatible, um, you know, I feel like that'll cut off sales quite a bit faster than previous ones. Well, I want to I, I want to kick this next one over to Lena. Um, Le- Lena, of course, you know, if, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. I'm actually unfamiliar with, uh, like, like... As far as ecosystem go, or is you know, like as far as the ecosystem goes, which which consoles do you actually own? Current or my older stuff too. Cause... Uh, uh, current. Let's just do current. Okay, um, I have a Switch, a PS4, a gaming PC, and a 3DS. Which one of those do you play the most? Um, probably my Switch at this point. Your Switch. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think. Um, so, do you have any opinions as to 
as to what the what is fueling the switch's trajectory. Like, of of course, obviously, uh, they've had a great stable of first party games uh, this generation. But I also feel like, and right now, the Switch is my favorite console this generation by far. But I'm also, I mean, we can't overlook the fact that Nintendo has made some pretty glaring omissions and mistakes with the Switch this generation as well, especially in regards to the online service. So, what do you think it is? that's that's or or let's let you know what let's frame it a different way do you think if the first party stable was not quite as strong as it is now do you feel like the the console to or do you feel like the you know the docking to handheld gimmick do you do you feel like that would be enough to keep the switch where it's at personally i don't think so um it's it's software that sells hardware you know and nintendo says it all the time and that's that's the truth um, if they didn't have such a strong lineup of first-party titles, I don't think we'd see it doing as well as it as it does. I know that the ability to take it portable is important because I know a majority of players use it that way. Um, so I know that would that would do something for it, but I, I think that that's something that the the Wii U lacked was a really strong showing of first party titles that, which is you know everybody played which is weird because i mean i mean the wii u still had some great first party games um but and, it and, didn't have mario or zelda until the very end of the challenge. yeah yeah that's true you know and, i mean zelda uh, zelda breath of the wild was technically the swan song for the wii u it was no, nobody played it on the wii u they played it on the switch so it's like it just didn't exist and I, those games weren't there I also, I want to address something that Derek said in chat. He said, Metroid Prime Trilogy not being announced isn't a glaring omission, John. Yes, it fucking is, Derek. Yes, it is. I mean, yeah. Like, Metro- yeah. I mean, yeah. Metroid Prime Trilogy should be on... Fucking, it should be on the Switch. That is a glaring yeah, fucking omission. Absolutely. I agree. Like, it, that's... You know, and, and the bitch of it is, and I'll say it again, the game is fucking done. It is ready to go on the Switch. They are just holding it back because Metroid Prime 4 got delayed. Um, which irritates me to no fucking end because metroid prime is one of my favorite games of all time and i just want to take it wherever i go nintendo i just want to take it but but you know the the other part of the conversation that is now as of today relevant when we're talking about sales and thinking about what's going to happen next year are the or this fuck it this fall are these tariffs uh these stupid motherfucking dumb shit tariffs that our idiot of a POTUS, and yeah, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get a little political. That our our dipshit POTUS uh, has has implemented. Everybody agrees that tariffs are fucking stupid because they're they are they are costing the American consumer. No, dude, I love paying more money. Fuck yeah, fucking love me some tariffs, man. <laughs> and like, uh, God, nothing nothing gets me up in the morning like like some motherfucking tariffs. <laughs> like, like having like, to spend more money than I did before. Yeah. Like like <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this much right now, dude. I woke up this morning and I poured myself a cup of coffee and I put a little peanut butter, a little crunchy peanut butter in my oatmeal. Uh, it had a banana, and I was like, you know what? The only thing that would round this breakfast off perfectly is if I could pay more fucking money. <laughs> from my video game consoles this fall and god damn it fucking potus delivered man he fucking delivered like a champ he heard you he really did man i feel like the drones man the the fucking yeah the drones he's got peering in my windows man but like i don't know um i had asked uh, i had asked on twitter whether or not sony would just eat the cost and apparently the you know the 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 general what derek says i thought john was gonna say he put peanut butter in his coffee i'm fucking trying that tomorrow I, I really thought that's what you're gonna say. Yeah, that shit, I, I that, shit's, that shit's going down tomorrow. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna I'm doing that shit tomorrow. But um, 
What's interesting about this is that it probably won't affect Nintendo, right? Because Nintendo has, for the past month, been moving their production facilities out of China. Um, well, I... No, go ahead. The White House together. Oh, um, hold on, hold on, dude. We're offline. My internet died. Oh. Oh, there it goes. Now we're back. We, we of back. course we're it's, back it's... yep my internet took a we're, we're in the middle of a huge storm here right now so i apologize we're back up so anyway justin please okay. continue so all three of the um hard hardware manufacturers did like write like a joint letter to the white house a few weeks ago um but sony has that, been yeah. kind of extra vocal about it and um in the chat we were trying to figure out why and i was i, I assume it's probably because they were planning on subsidizing hardware costs a bit more on the PS5 than they did with the PS4. Because um, PS4 was basically sold at, you know, cost at launch. Um, basically, they said if you bought a game or PS Plus with it, it was profitable. Um, but if you don't do those things, like, it's, it's important to point out, like, at the beginning of the generation, yeah. for at least the first few years, almost every yes. console sold at a loss. Yeah. So like, um, or you know, the Xbox 360, almost the entire generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like maybe they were planning on subsidizing hardware costs a bit more with the PS five. Um, and then can't do that on with the tariffs on top. Um, but yeah, Sony in particular seems pretty spooked about this. And you know, I, I mean, I mean, they should be right. Like right now, what is the price of a PS four vanilla right now? What is it like one ninety nine? Is is it two ninety nine? It's like, two ninety nine, but like right now, there's a lot of two forty nine promotions going on, which makes it seem likely there's probably going to be a price drop coming soon. Not if there's like a, a fucking tariff. Not if these fucking or a super tariffs, slim or something. Yeah. Not if these not if these fucking tariffs take place. Um, Lena, uh, I, I I just we're entering uncharted territory here, right? Like we've, we've never really encountered a scenario like this before. Um, and I think that, I think that if somebody doesn't, doesn't talk some sense, which is fucking impossible, uh, into, into the, into our POTUS, if, if somebody doesn't do something about this, then this could be potentially catastrophic for the gaming industry. What do you think? I agree. I mean, it's going to drive all the prices up and I, I think overall sales were going down for hardware lately and i think it's just going to drive it down even they're going to go real no far down if this happens yeah yeah because like didn't microsoft say like xbox is down like 48 percent hardware wise it was like 48 percent hardware this year and like last year wasn't a great year for them too like if we like if prices go up or they're not able to do like black friday promotions and yeah. the, or anything and like that's before we even factor in next gen consoles um it was a sizable amount yeah like um, it, it's gonna be bad news for a lot of them so i i don't want to i don't want to stick on this topic too long but i i i, uh, I just i wanted to excuse me i just wanted to talk about the sales numbers real quick and and kind of kind of work the uh work the tariff stuff in there because that's something that just happened today and man i don't know i i hope i hope more intelligent brains prevail on this one although with this administration i have absolutely no fucking hope of that happening whatsoever 
Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. It, it's going to be a really interesting. So when do you think, what are these things supposed to take effect sometime in September? The tariffs? September, September 1st. But like, I think they also have meetings scheduled with China. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to make any predictions because I feel like it could go anyway. But like last time they had meetings and then tariffs got delayed. And so we'll, we'll see what what yeah. happens i don't want to i i mean also i'm not really all that knowledgeable about this sort of thing I mean, i'm not so. which is why i i wish i wish matt matt piscatella were here. i yeah. asked him he's he's doing wedding planning stuff but but um yeah i yeah i i wish matt were here because i'm stupid on this shit i have no fucking yeah. idea what i'm talking about half the time about this but um we'll go ahead and we'll uh we'll go ahead and move on uh do we want to tackle uh you know what you know what if you guys don't mind i wouldn't mind tackling uh call of duty next yeah, go for it. Uh, Brandon Lena, are you are you are you okay with that? A little Call of Duty? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um so the uh, there was a big information dump about the multiplayer stuff happening in Call of Duty today. Uh, and of course anybody who follows my Twitter knows that I've I've got some I've got some uh, some opinions on on the current iteration of of uh modern warfare you know the, i guess what's the best way to describe it a reboot like yeah. is, is this generally yeah. a reboot yeah like, reboot okay, yeah. yeah um so i've got i've got a reboot know, of a sub-series yeah right yeah it's not an actual yeah i don't i don't yeah the, the whole thing is weird but it's modern warfare they're going back to the you know they're going back to the drawing board <clears throat> excuse me um and there have been a lot of questionable decisions made, uh, in my opinion. You don't have to agree with me uh, by Infinity Ward con- uh, concerning realism, uh, and I won't go down that road again because I've I've tread down it a, a billion times. Uh, but what I will say is I am a little off put by the inclusion of something like white phosphorus as a as a kill streak in the multiplayer. And I say this because, you know, like, and, and I, I, yeah, I had some people on Twitter say, well, John, what about nuclear weapons? What about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, but like, here's the thing, right? Like we don't just fire nuclear we- weapons, you know, at our enemies to, to get them out of a foxhole or get them out of a building, you know, with a nuclear weapon, like that's it, you're dead. Right. And a, a nuclear weapon is not considered a, a war crime under the G- under the Geneva convention. Um, there's no like w- nuclear weapons are terrible and they kill, you know, they have the potential to kill hundreds of thousands of people at once, as we saw in Hiroshima and Hiroshima and Nagasaki uh, in 1945. But uh, there's I mean, you're dead, like like a, a nuclear weapon detonates and you are instantly vaporized. Like it, it's there's no there's no suffering. It's just you're done. Your life is snuffed out with white your phosphorus melts off your bones and you're dead. That's it. Like, I mean, it literally happens instantaneously. Um with white phosphorus, it's a little different. What it's a it's a lot fucking different. It's not just a little different. Okay. Yeah. Um, if, I mean, if I, like, there's been white phosphorus scenes in plenty of games before. There have. Um, uh, home yeah, Front, Spec Ops the line. Spec Ops the line noti- is, notably has the has the and, really big one. And like, I want to I, I I want to be clear about this, right? Like, I don't have a problem doing this kind of stuff if it's told in a meaningful way, if it's for a purpose if it is doing something to further a narrative. Yeah. Like, cause like, I, th- I think you have two good examples. Yeah. Spec ops. The line was the example of like doing something with it narratively. And then Homefront was the example of like, uh, we can just use it to get past this military roadblock. And-, and like, that's also kind of the weird place where I'm at right now. 
with um like Call of Duty because I I agree with a lot of the criticism of the marketing, but I want to actually, you know, see for myself what they're doing with like the campaign. Um because I know a lot of times there is a disconnect between marketing, the creatives involved, and you know, how the scene might play out. And they've shown absolutely nothing of the campaign and have just made a lot of fairly misguided marketing statements so far that makes it difficult to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, I am interested in some of the themes and things that they're exploring with this game, but they haven't given me a lot of, you know, faith or anything to hold on to that they're going to handle it well. And, and, and I don't trust them to either, Justin. Like, like I'll be straight up with you. I don't like. Yeah, and the, like, the thing is, like, it, it is Infinity Ward. Like, who I think you know, I have more faith in Infinity Ward pulling it off than like Treyarch. Like Treyarch, I've I've mentioned before. I have a, quite a few issues with how you know violence and stuff is handled by Treyarch. But like, even Infinity Ward went from the original Modern Warfare, which I think is you know pretty smart um polit and you know a pretty political game um which had like a scene that shows the horrors of nuclear weapons to well, adding the tactical nuke in as a fun thing in multiplayer in so it, real quick i want to i want to give a shout out to dragon punch in chat i have not seen dragon in here in a long time uh of course donnie kong on twitter now but hey dude what's up I, I, come by more often i'm so happy to see you here um but uh yeah, like I, I, you know, like if you want to understand why I've got a problem with this, if if you want to, I'm not telling you you should, but go and look at pictures of what happens to individuals when they are hit with white phosphorus. It's not, I mean, it, 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 it you suffer. It's, it's, it, it is a, it is a vile weapon. I, I don't like chemical warfare, and there's a reason that it is banned. Uh, from use in conventional warfare far away from uh, or anywhere near civilian areas. Um, but uh, Brandon, dude, you were, you were a Marine just like me. I would love to, to get your thoughts on this. And if you, you can disagree with me if you want, man, feel, please feel free. Like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well like what, what do you want me to say you didn't really ask a question oh no so no like i just i, I want to see what you i, I want to see what you think about this like i like or even better yet to, to phrase it a different way like do you think that i'm i don't know like do you think that i'm making too big a deal over it uh i mean because the game's not out yet so like yeah. is it but I, I think there's reason to be concerned because, like I said, you, you've seen we've seen examples of it being used carelessly as a plot device in games before. No, like I said, Homefront they just they just they just use it for the hell of using it. Like they don't. There's no care given to like you know what it does I, to people, the ethics of using it in warfare. Anything. I actually did see the like. I think I actually saw it used in a um like in an actual in footage today. And, like, it doesn't even seem like... They could call it anything, right? Yeah, like, they literally could call it anything. Like, you just see the white stuff come out, and then you see some fire. Like, they'll probably just rename it to, like, Napalm Strike or something. Yeah. Like... And even like Napalm something has similar. Yeah, yeah, even Vietnam War. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, there's actually a conversation in chat right now that I want to address, and it's and it's about um, <laughs> Dragon. It's about uh, <laughs> it's about chemical warfare. Um, there is nothing 
you know, as, as somebody who has been near a war, there is nothing that scares me worse than chemical warfare or biological warfare. Um, because of the, because of what it does to you. Um, for example, take sarin, right? Like everybody has heard of sarin. Uh, th uh, three drops of sarin next to you will kill you. Um, what it does is it, it is a nerve agent that will literally wring every liquid out of your body like a sponge. Uh, you rigor mortis will set in before you die. Uh, you will shit your pants. You'll piss your pants. Uh, you'll snot yourself. You'll cry. Um, and it, you will die a very slow, incredibly agonizing death. White phosphorus does something similar to you. Um, only it applies a burning effect as well. I mean, it, 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 it is an insidious weapon and yeah, I, I would, I, I like, I, so I don't know, like to you, in my opinion, to use it for something like as a reward for a kill so streak. Like, yeah. Like if, if you're going to put it in your game and like have something to say about it or just don't use and, it. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was something like that actually does address it in the campaign um like in an actual intelligent way and then they're just like oh we we can reuse these assets to add something in for multiplayer um they even made a statement today oh campaign and multiplayer are separate things like they're going for different tones and different um not quite settings but they even described you know they describe multiplayer as, you know, playground versus the campaign yeah. where they're tackling right. other things. Like, and like, I mean, that's something that I've talked about with, um, <laughs> I, I've talked about that with several people before. And like, there's always this big, like any kind of competitive multiplayer game um, that has like a single player, like, and when they really want to take on like, hot, like realistic kind of violence, like there's always this huge disconnect. Um, but like, I know, like, like, and um, this is kind of my go-to example. Like, you know, The Last of Us is a game, I think, that handled violence and its depiction of violence really well in the story. And then you head over to the multiplayer, and it's just like, pay two ninety nine for this special yeah, but, execution. But, but, but this is different, <laughs> though. Like, I, I, I think this is different, because, like, like in, in The Last of Us or a game like that, you're you're basically paying for an animation, right? Like, you're you're paying for... I mean, it's not... It doesn't kill anybody any quicker or slower right, than anything else. Right, it's, but it's, it's still, like, commodifying the violence that they are so reflective on in the single player. But like, but my thing is, is that like that, like, look, like a, a scenario like the last of us, I wasn't trying to, to say it was the same thing, but oh, like, no, 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 just, no, 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 just no. kind of like illustrating how there is this kind of like strange disconnect that I don't think any game has really been able to fully bridge. I think it's, I think it's more personal for me simply because I've seen the effects of like a chemical of what a chemical weapon does to somebody. Oh yeah, absolutely. And obviously, obviously you're going to be more, attached to it than you I know am. like and and I had a lot of people come at me on Twitter saying uh snowflake bleh, and I was like okay well first of all go and list uh and and second of all um look I, I I've got a different perspective because I have seen what this kind of shit does to the human body and I I would not wish that what white phosphorus does to you go look it up if you're not familiar I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy and I just don't think it's any like 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 Brandon said. I don't think it's anything. To, I don't think it's something to be just thrown out as a reward of all things in a multiplayer mode. I just I just yeah. don't. I don't know. 
He's just... It's unnecessary. Exactly, right? Like, why not just say, okay, you drop a shitload of bombs? I mean, like, it's... You know, I, I, I just... Doesn't yeah, like like, like I said... It's white phosphorus. Like I said, I saw what it looks like in-game earlier today. It could have been called anything. Yeah, it could have been called something else. And and, yeah. and the thing is, is like somebody pointed out to me, well, you know, the U.S. government has, or, you know, the military has used white phosphorus before. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't fucking agree with it. I don't think we should be using it. I think it's cruel and unusual, and, and it, it doesn't do us a bit of good. I don't think we need it. Um, but, uh, I, I wanted to throw, I, I wanted to make sure that Lena had a chance to cut on this well, as I don't want to cut Lena out. Um, Lena, I don't know how big you are into Call of Duty, but is, is this something you have an opinion on? Is this something that you, that you would like to speak on? Sure. Um, Please. Call of Duty as a whole is not really my, my jam, but, um, it's important to remember that media does affect people and depiction of violence and depiction of war crimes, um, can affect how people view those things. So, like, and for instance, Spec Ops The Line is where I learned what white phosphorus was in the first place, and I know it's horrific now. Um, if I had learned about it in haha fun fun, you know, multiplayer game where I just got a kill streak and then <laughs> suddenly I was burning my enemies alive with this white stuff, I'd be like, that's probably just something they made up. But, you know, it, it's important to remember that media does affect people and... I think there's a there's a way to portray it in such a way that people understand that this is a bad thing, um, you know. And that you have some depictions that are that are like Fallout and everybody has nukes and like people understand that nukes are bad, I guess. But it's it's in such a way that like it it's just kind of wacky, you know. Like, well, I so, think that there's a disconnect between the old Fallout games and the new ones when it comes to that. Right, and I even think there's a yeah. disconnect between the old Call of Duty games yeah. and the new Call of Duty games. Yeah, true, true. Um, which is why, like, this Modern Warfare hits, like, such a weird place for me, because, like, some of the stuff they're talking about is kind of thematically and tonally what I was hoping would be built on from, you know, the original Modern Warfare, and that yeah. ended up not happening. However, like, I can't, you know, forget about the baggage of the direction that the series has gone in recent years, which is pretty far away from that. Well, I want to let, um, I want to let, uh, uh, Lena, did you want to finish your thought? Um, got to think about where I was. So, okay, so I guess not everything has to make a statement necessarily, but I do think that there are some topics that we should be sensitive on in their depiction. And that's really my point. Um, you know, things like white phosphorus and stuff like that you know, maybe don't have that in such a lighthearted way in your game, but. Well, it, it, you know, like it, um, dragon, uh, enter the dragon punch in chat. Uh, like I, I, I want to keep calling him Donnie because he changed his Twitter handle. Um, he says, I think nukes are also subjectively more cartoonish. They're obviously horrible things, but they haven't been used in over 75 years. White phosphorus is something that still gets used to fuck up citizens to this day. That's a really good point. Yeah, it was really, really, I mean, Fallujah was 15 years ago. Well, and, and I mean, and that's just being used in Syria, like, now. Yeah. You know, like, um, but, but yeah, I mean, we, we dropped that shit in Fallujah just 15 years ago, Brandon. And, you know, I, I saw the, I saw what it does to the human body and to, to have that as a reward in, in a, in a multiplayer mode just doesn't, you know, 
doesn't doesn't sit well with me. And people are free to disagree with me. People are free to say, "Oh, you're weak." You know, like like I've been getting on Twitter, but but I'm not changing I'm not changing my stance on this. I don't want it in there, and I would love it if Infinity Ward removed it. Call it you call it what you will, but I just I think it's in poor taste and I I don't think it has any place there. I think it's I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a really bad idea. Um like Justin just said in chat, a nuke is just a big explosion, right? Like, like I said earlier, you know, it's just, it's a big explosion and, and you're gone. White, white phosphorus, something like white phosphorus or any kind of chemical warfare is, is something different. And I, I just, you know, I don't want to tell developers what they, sh what they should and shouldn't do. At the same time, I think that there is a line of, I don't know, I guess decency, for lack of a better term, that, that I don't think should be crossed. Because this stuff is getting used against civilians in Syria right now, and by the you know by the Assad regime, and it is it it, it it's horrible, and, and I just not a not a fan of of what Infinity Ward is doing here. Yeah. Um, so I mean, at this point, we just wait to see how yeah. it gets in the final game. Like we've, yeah. we've set our piece on it. Uh, the the other thing I wanted to bring up was uh, some of the gameplay stuff, uh, specifically the. Um, the realism TDM mode, uh, I, I, I think it is. Uh, I looked into I, I and I was like, okay, realism, interesting. And I looked into it, and it apparently, like, as far as I can tell, it's just turning the HUD off until you get a UAV and doing yeah, some. Like that, that's actually mode. that's actually in all the modes now. Um, there's no <laughs> mini map until you get a UAV. So what makes it what what makes it? The, I mean, in that case, what makes it like realism? Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get I, it. You know, like I I don't I don't know about the realism mode i know they have modes where like you need to use night vision um like on dark maps because it's so dark you can't see stuff like that like it just seems just a bit more grounded than typical call of duty um you're not getting the same kind of like oh there's not robots running around right. or and stuff like that like i i think they're just kind of you know talking about um I think they're just kind of talking about a general, you know, the realistic as compared to recent Call of sure. Duty, not not like okay, realistic. Not, yeah, they're not going for Arma. Like their comparison yeah. is the rest of their own series that's been going for twenty yeah. years almost. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I I don't want to I don't want to beat the Call of Duty drum too much because I do want to move on to uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, we got some. We I, got, I want to get Wolfenstein. I do, out of the I do way. want to talk about the crossplay for Call of Duty because right. I think it's cool how do they're quick, doing do it. Do it quick. Okay, so um, basically, uh, they had mentioned this before, but uh, there is full crossplay um, for uh, Modern Warfare. Um, all platforms can play together, and it's actually based off of input method. So you can hook up a keyboard and mouse to your PS4 and play with PC players if you want. Um, you can hook up a controller to your PC, play with console players, um, which I think is a really cool, smooth way to do it. I think um, it's easily understandable for everybody. Um, and it allows, you know, the most players, the most options for how to play. Um, I think that's a really good move. I'm excited about that. Um, I'm very positive on that aspect. Obviously, we, you know, yeah, I have criticisms of other things, but I'd really like to see something, um, uh, something like that become more, more standard. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm glad people are finally getting on or companies anyway, uh, are getting on the the cross platform uh, bandwagon, so I, th I think that's a good oh, thing yeah. for everybody. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
I, I do want to move on to Wolfenstein Youngblood because uh, I, w- I want to I want to I want to talk about that and then I want to answer. We got a lot of really cool questions that I'd, I'd love to answer. Um, and I want to start off with Lena. I want to kick this over to Lena. Uh, Lena, you have been wanting to talk about Wolfenstein Youngblood uh, for. In fact, we talked about this earlier. Uh, Derek suggested it, and then I DM'd you, and you said I was actually going to ask you. Um, <laughs> so so please go ahead and go ahead and kick us off. Okay. So with Wolfenstein, I know some people have read my tweets about it, and my tweets were harsher than I intended to be, but um, I have really mixed feelings about it. I feel like it's important to know what you're getting before you get into it, because I didn't. (laughs) Um, I thought, because I didn't really look into it very much, that's on me, but um, I didn't realize it was going to be a game with, like, dailies and, um, you know, like, leveled enemies that will floor you if you're neither did i i i didn't i didn't see that coming at all so i I think a lot of it had to do with my expectations um because i really just thought i was going to play another wolfenstein game i mean Um, i knew it wasn't going to be like another wolf quite but like yeah like there's a lot of the structure of the game that's just like nobody knew yeah um and so i've mostly been playing it with my girlfriend and i i couldn't imagine playing it by myself. I actually tried to, and the game seemed a lot... It seemed pretty boring without someone else. I feel like a lot of my enjoyment came from the fact that I was working with someone else and having that banter. So I would suggest playing it with someone else if you can. What, what, but, when you're, Lena, when you're playing co-op, does it... Um, were you playing it couch co-op, or were you playing it online? Uh, were you playing it online? Did you have a split screen, or...? It was online. It was online. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think it actually supports split screen. Does it I think not it's, support? Uh, okay. I think it's online only. Okay. I think so. Um, I I bought the forty dollar edition, and then that lets me play with anyone that downloads the demo, and I can invite them into my game. And I did that so she could play. Eventually, I'm gonna make Derek play it with me. Um, Come on, Derek, play with play with Lena. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, a few of my issues with it were really just like, okay, the gunplay still feels fine. It feels like Wolfenstein, and it's still enjoyable. I thought it was kind of strange, but I guess also understandable that some things like dual wielding were, were locked behind. You had to level up and spend points to get dual wielding. And I guess that can be played off as the protagonist not being as skilled as BJ. Okay. But um, there was a mission that stuck out to me. There was one of the missions that we had to do. It was an earlier mission. It was like a level 12 mission. And we had to just we had to go somewhere and investigate something. And what ended up happening is we spent about two minutes in an area, going somewhere, um, and then they said, "Okay, well we've investigated this area. Like we killed a few Nazis." And then it said, "Go somewhere else." So we left to go somewhere else. We spent another two minutes in another area, and there was there there were loading screens about the same length of time <laughs> that it we were in these areas, and it just seemed really choppy. Like the gameplay just seems really disjointed and. It doesn't flow well. No, that's just how I feel about it, of course. But talking about can you? It feels like there's parts that don't mesh. I guess. Do you enjoy? Do you enjoy playing as BJ's daughters, or would you rather play as BJ himself? And again, I'm asking this as somebody who has not played the game yet. I'm going to fire it up for the first time this weekend. So I didn't really know what to expect as far as his daughters are concerned, but their their writing is fine. Like they they're about as they're what I would expect because you know BJ's kind of a Kind of a country boy. So he has the daughters you would expect. Um, <laughs> just as far as how they're written. Um, 
So, I mean, I like them. There's no actual, like, gameplay difference between them, and that's good. Um, at the beginning of the game, you choose, like, a power, one of two powers, and that way you can work together with the other person. Um, but, you know, yeah, I liked playing as his daughters, honestly. They were, they were interesting. And uh, how long did it take you to clear the game? About how many hours did you put into it? Well, I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay, all right. So how far are you in, like, like, like hour-wise, like, like, without spoiling anything? Um, on my own? Uh, because I'm further on my own than I am with... Oh, okay, so you're doing two different playthroughs then. You're doing one yeah. by yourself. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah, because I honestly, I wanted to know how it played differently with, because some of the locks require two people. Interesting, and, okay. Yeah. Huh. So, 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 so with that knowledge, I'll kick it over to Justin... And Justin, I'll ask you right off the bat. I saw a really interesting comparison to Dishonored um, in regards to Wolfenstein Youngblood. And I, I wanted you, I was wondering if you could, I don't know, maybe take that and expand on it. And I want to be clear to everybody in the chat, like the, the comparison didn't come from Justin, but I, I've, it's not, I, I saw it and it's not the only person. I, it's, I, ha I have made that comparison. You so. have? Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So, um, so for, um, for those that don't know, like it wasn't this game was not solely made by machine games like the previous ones. Arcane Studios, uh, developers of Dishonored, um, also collaborated with them on it um, and worked a lot on the level design. And um, because that was really main sticking point for a lot of people with uh, New Colossus, especially, um, you're in a lot of bases that look very samey. Um, and they're kind of just a lot of corridors and stuff. Um, it didn't bother me too much in that game, but it was a major complaint. I mean, yeah, there was more as, variety in the new one. As, as well as um, kind of some of the combat feedback and hit reactions for the player. Um, so kind of this collaboration has kind of basically let both Machine Games and Arcane focus on what they do really well. Um, and has really... Um, like... I think this game actually plays the best out of any of the current um, any of the current Wolfenstein games. Um, I'm a big fan of this series, um, this this current reboot, um, and I just think the the layouts are really cool. There's tons of little alleyways that you can use as as shortcuts, and you, you know you're doing a lot of missions in these same few areas, but they're kind of like it's like multiple like large sandbox levels. So then it's not like open world or anything, but the levels are big. And so like, as you go on, um, you're like, Oh, I can double jump onto this, um, awning and then into this apartment and then go through and have like a good angle of attack on the group of Nazis on the other side. So um, I, I actually, uh, Justin, can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, I want to touch on something that Sam, our good friend Sam, uh, who's, oh, by the way, with window, writing for Windows Central. Sam, congratulations. Sam is one of the most talented young gaming journalists I know in the industry. And if you're not following him on Twitter, he's at Samuel Tolbert. You need to go follow him because Sam has a lot of really interesting things to say about the industry today. And he's just a, he's just a good guy. Go follow him. He's, he's, he's great. But Sam... Uh, Sam in chat says, um, he said, uh, the level design for the courthouse, uh, was awful. And I fucking agree. Like the courthouse in Wolfenstein, uh, the new Colossus was one of the worst gaming experiences I've had. This so I, lo I love the game, but it was terrible. 
is yeah, there any is there any is, design was fine it's just the encounter design was the encounter was so right hard. yeah like it was just um, bad it was just a bad level it was just a bad level justin is there anything like that here it's the best level in the game there's oh there's the brand there's a there's a if final. You, if you like the combat, it's the best level in the game. I, oh man, I don't know, dude. Like, like what? You get all you like. It's it's like five minutes of nothing but shooting Nazis. Like, if that's what you're playing the game for, it's like one of the best things. Yeah. In the game. Um. I remember kind of enjoying. Okay, it. so most I of the game. Hate the courthouse. Jesus. Most of the game. Most maybe, of the game. Maybe if with a controller it sucked. But... Maybe I'm just not any good at the game. I might. I yeah, might just be like, terrible at the fucking game. Suck at the game. I mean, I beat the first game on uber or whatever and that uber in the entire first game was easier than the courthouse on dude normal. i fucking threw, <laughs> I threw my fucking controller across so, the room so many uh, times i'm not, so gonna, I'm not gonna say like i beat it on the first try but that's why i liked it like, i got so fucking <laughs> mad it took a dude, little bit of effort i'm not gonna lie i got so mad i punched my wall i was like why the fuck can't i do this i was so pissed I mean, off it's not that hard like what the fuck if maybe playing, i'm just like, terrible don't. at the fucking game you're supposed to take cover okay. Yeah, okay, so... In a uh, Wolfenstein game? Yeah, exactly. In you don't take cover in a Wolfenstein... Anyway, Justin. So, John, to answer the question the that you asked me... <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I, w I was like... I Most of the game is, I think, quite a bit easier. I really like the combat design Um. in this. I do think sometimes... I, I did play the game, actually, entire, um, entirely solo... Um, and I was actually really impressed by the AI teammate. Like, they'll actually kill enemies, but they don't take, um, they don't, like, feel like they're taking, you know, the spotlight away from you. Um, but you can still use them to kind of distract enemies and stuff. However, the final boss fight is really kind of designed for one player to distract the boss while the other one goes around to hit the weak point behind them. That sounds lame as hell. Um, and Justin, trying to do that. Is it, lame, is it lame as hell, Justin? It, it's so goddamn hard, dude. <laughs> like doing that without doing it without another player. I, I, I breezed through difficulty wise. Most of the game on normal. I turned it down two notches because there's a casual and then there's easy. I turned it down to easy and I still kept dying on the final boss. So the final boss is hard as shit. But everything else is, um, like, once you get used to, there's, the one weird thing is, like, there's this, um, basically a system for armor versus certain bullets. Um, so, like, certain types of guns are more effective against certain types of armor. Um, however, the HUD icons are kind of hard to tell the difference between. So, I think that might be, you know, the reason pe some people are having, um issues with bullet sponge enemies because the enemies as long as you're matching armor types go down pretty quickly um like and by the end of the game like when i have like they have pretty in-depth weapon customization um like you can get specific bonuses as well as you know changing your loadouts and you can even change the types of you know types of fire rates and stuff um like like some of the big robot enemies, which early in the game felt like they took forever to take down. I could take them down in two or three shots, knowing where their weak points were and matching the right weapons and stuff. Um, and I think if that kind of that part of the combat doesn't click for you, you'll be stuck with very spongy enemies and it can probably be really frustrating. So I want to um, I want to kick a question back over back over to Lena. 
and because you know, Brandon, you had you had mentioned this as well. Is that I had no idea this thing had like weekly quests and shit, right? I mean, like, yeah, like that was not in the trailer. I watched every single trailer. They me put too. Out. The dailies yeah. and weeklies are worthless, by the way. So, I, so, I, I, so I've done them. So, They're like. So well, well, hold on, well, hold on, hold on. I, I want, I, I want, I want to kick this back over to Lena. Lena, I want so so. I want you to tell me about the about the weekly and daily quest because I know fucking nothing about this. This was news to me until review. Like I, I read the reviews and I was like, weekly and daily quests. What? This is a fucking Wolfenstein game. Like, what exactly is this? What are we talking about? Well, I mean, they're just so there are quests and some of them pop up. Like, while you're out doing things, like, it'll just randomly give you a quest. Like, go put a, a microphone somewhere or something like that. Um, but then there are quests that you get, and there's a weekly and a daily. And they just give you currency to spend on things. I mean, it's not... I didn't mess with them too much, to be honest with you. Because, like Justin said, they're a little worthless. What is it, like, kill, but, te- kill ten Nazis with a knife? Like, like yeah, objective-based? It, it, yeah. It's literally stuff like that. Like... It's stuff that you'll just do while playing that give you a little bit of experience and some of the coins that you can use to purchase, like, weapon upgrades and stuff. But the thing is, like, you have to play a bit into the game to unlock them. And then shortly after, like, the amount of experience and coins that they give you is straight up worthless. Like, like the weekly quest, which you... which. The weekly is just complete seven dailies. That gave me like 4,000 experience. By the time I was done with the game, a regular enemy gave me 1,200 experience. A fucking, a fucking Wolfenstein <laughs> game with experience points. Like, I, I, I don't... Yeah, that's weird. I, I mean, it's, honestly, it, it feels like a better system than the upgrade system, like in... The perks, yeah. th- That you had to, like, do X number of things, certain number really? of times. You can actually buy... You can just buy the upgrades that you want instead. Like, I actually kind of like how. I mean, yeah, the, the perk system was all about replay value, because it gave you different ways to play the game when you do it on with the second character. I will say, I do. Like, like you can go stealth the first time and then you know balls to the wall the second. Yeah, I, I do like the um, weapon customization. The, the weapon customization is really good. Yeah, that's a thing that I really like about it. I ju- I just wish it had like a crisis style menu that you could bring up in game. And change the attachments, because, like, some things you can turn into, like, a sniper rifle versus, you know, something good for crowds. Um, instead of having to, like, manually open up the menu, scroll over and everything. It would be nice if it was, like, Crisis style, where you could just switch the parts out that you have. Well, I mean, I'm definitely, like, so my, my wife and I are actually going to play through it. Um, I think I think we're starting this weekend. Um, so, like, you know, I mean, I mean yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, right? Like, the idea of a co-op Wolfenstein is intriguing yeah, to me. The gunplay is going to be good for sure. Yeah, sure, Brandon. You know, like, and, and I'll, I'll I'll play it. You know, like, Brandon, I'm sure you're, you'll probably play it at some point, right? Honestly, like, I'll pick it up, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those games where, like, it's not Wolfenstein 3. I don't feel like a sudden rush or, or urge to play it. I'm having a lot of fun with Final Fantasy 14 and Fire Emblem right now. But but my wife and I will finish it piecemeal, uh, and, and we'll the, have something to say about it when we're done. The, um, the one thing I will say about Youngblood is, story-wise, it absolutely does not compare to any of the previous yeah, I've heard and, the, that's, um, and also, it's kind of weird because it references... A couple major events that have not happened in the game. That's in the cool. games, so I like that. Like, um, like I have a feeling that you know when we get Wolfenstein three, like it's going 
Wolfenstein 3 is going to start before Youngblood and then pick up after Youngblood. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, based off of, you know, some of that stuff. But, like, the opening cutscene is really good, but, like, the rest is just very much... Where's BJ? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah um, it's, and I was yeah. expecting that. Like, I, I, I wasn't, you know, I was... But, I mean, I actually ended up liking this game a whole lot more than Old Blood. Um... I had problems with. I, I that's just kind of an old. Up. That's kind of a low bar. I didn't really care. But, for um, but I, I also didn't love old blood. Me neither. Yeah, bad. but um, I liked this a whole lot more than I thought I was going. So um, cool. I, I, I really it. enjoyed it. Um, I want to. Uh, I want to move on to. So here's my dilemma. We got a lot of questions to talk about tonight or to answer tonight. I do want to talk about the Ninja Mixer stuff. Should we answer questions and save that for next week when we have a bigger panel? Or do you want to I talk mean, about no, it? No, it won't be relevant next week. Okay, so let's talk about it now. So, yeah. so today we learned that Ninja, who is the, I mean, basically for lack of a, I mean, he's the number one streamer in the world, um, signed and uh, I don't even know how to fucking describe this, like an exclusive, an exclusivity deal with Mixer. Like I've, with, I, yeah, like, Microsoft's streaming platform. Like, yeah. like Brandon, I've, I've, I, I don't, I can't remember. I think this is the first time this has been done. Yeah, because, like, what, I mean, Twitch is, like, the first one of its kind to, like, you know, to be, like, a dedicated gaming streaming platform. I know YouTube and Facebook have tried, but they've never tried with huge people. They've usually tried with people that have, like, a following on YouTube that also stream. Um, And usually, even then, it was usually only for, like, a couple months. Yeah, or something, but, like... plenty, Plenty of, like, the biggest Fortnite YouTubers stream on Twitch. Yeah. Right, like, and so, like, I, I guess, like, uh, Lena, have you been following this news today with with Ninja and Mixer? I have, and I really haven't heard anything about Mixer until this moment. So, yeah, right, same. yeah, I right. Like, I, about Mixer. I, I've been to, a, I, I've, I've been to, so I've been to some Mixer parties at PAX, and that's as as far as much as much as I know. And and by the way, I know one of the guys who runs the show at Mixer, Andy Salisbury, is a great fucking guy. Like, I'm I'm very happy for Andy. Uh, and and the whole team at Mixer, like I I, I think this is going to do great things for Mixer. People have been talking. I mean, it's been a huge topic. It's a big fucking deal because like I mean, this is going to open. The, so like, what we're going to see now is basically a fucking bidding war for for yeah. for big name streamers. Well, there's also been there's been rumors that I mean, uh, Doctor Disrespect posted a tweet like two weeks ago where he was at Microsoft's headquarters talking about some NDA shit. So Can like, you imagine if Microsoft yeah, took Doctor Disrespect? <laughs> like, holy shit! I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they can fucking have Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> I know, like, most people but, don't care about Twitch, but like, but yeah, but like, they're they're gonna take some big names and probably the next, they're gonna make some plays in the next few months. This is so. I, I've, I've used Mixer exactly once. It was during E3. Yeah. I was Zach and I were watching like the a Gears Four stream or Gears Five stream. And I was actually kind of impressed with it. Like, it seems like a decent platform. Uh, it seems well moderated, at least for that that chat, which was an official Microsoft thing. So, um, and the quality of stream was actually pretty good. Like, it what it was just it's just nobody uses it. So, so, we'll, so it'll be interesting. Well, to see where that it goes. may change soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's my question. I want to kick over to Lena first. <clears throat> we, this wasn't discussed, but I guarantee you it's a factor. How much was he paid? <laughs> how much money is he has he made off of this already what what's oh, what's the contract yeah, Leo? what do you think <laughs> more than i've ever seen in my life 
I, I, I go ahead, go ahead, please. I want to hear this. I don't know millions. It's oh, it's easily yeah, it, millions. It's, I'm, it's yeah, in the millions. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, here's my, here's my here's my question. Did this cost more than any of the studios Microsoft has recently bought? Brandon, why don't you take that one? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't know how to guess money. But like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's obviously a massive, massive investment for them, and I don't think it's the like I said, I don't think it's the only one. I think they're, I think they've got all sorts of deals going on in the back, and you know, this is just their first big one to break the ice. Gets everyone talking about it, like holy shit, Ninja, you know, one of the the biggest streamer of last year, and then you know, maybe next week they'll say Doctor Disrespect, and then two weeks from then they'll say like fucking soda pop in or somebody like who knows i mean like so lervinar and chat makes a really good point like doc or like uh ninja got a million viewers for apex right or was it a million players i can't remember which uh, one no uh, it was, he got a million yeah it was streaming apex. yeah street yeah, yeah it was yeah and and uh <laughs> stgc on mixer when <laughs> but uh yeah sooner than you think maybe who who knows what's gonna happen <laughs> to twitch but but um I mean, Mixer, Mixer, if you want to throw some money our way, if you want to throw us uh, an exclusive contract, we're willing to discuss. We're willing to negotiate here on SDGC. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm i going to postulate right now, he made, in the, he made in the double digits. When we're talking about millions, if we want to talk about a contract, <laughs> the, the gang sells out. Yeah. Like, he, made 10 to, <laughs> he made 10 to $15 million. If, if you figure, like, from subs and... It, like subs alone, if he's making like five to, if he's making about five million dollars a year, Microsoft money, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they've got a bottomless probably, fucking war chest. He probably picked up. He probably picked up close to what he made all of last year. Yep. Because keep keep Easy. in mind, like this isn't this isn't like an Xbox deal. This is a Microsoft deal. Yep. Like, exactly. Um, and they definitely think like this is Microsoft competing with directly with Amazon. So like. Yeah, they're gonna they're be not, putting some money around. behind yeah, this. Straight up, they're not fucking around. <laughs> so we, we've got we've we've got a question in chat. I want to kick it over to to Lena. Uh, Tearlock, Terralock, eighty seven. I hope I'm probably butchering that. How paranoid? Oh, you already butchered it. In the I, I already yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, how paranoid do y'all think this will make Twitch at this point? <laughs> um, yeah, I bet they had emergency really? meetings today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Twitch. Well, well, how well, fast well, did they unverify him? <laughs> they within like minutes. I, I, I want to kick. I want to kick. Uh, Lena, what do you think? Well, at this point, you know they lost their biggest streamer, so to them, it's probably well, who's next, and how how much are they yeah, going to get bought exactly. for, and what can we do? So I think they're probably extremely paranoid, and you know I'm not. I'm not upset that there's competition. I guess I, I, I'm not either. Um, and I want to ask. Uh, I want to ask Brandon. Um, I mean, this can't be the end, right? Like, like there's going to be more. This, this is just the opening salvo. For so Mixer, how? Like, yeah, I'm or, curious. How long has Mixer been around? <coughs> not. I mean, a couple, oh, years. couple of years. Couple of years. Two years. I feel like I've been I think it was two years. S- Sam and Chat might be able to answer that. Sam, how long exactly? Has Mixer exactly. Been I feel like I've heard Sam mention it. Many yeah. Times. Yeah. If Sam could drop in chat how how long Mixer's been around, but. But, um, I, I mean, the thing is, Brandon, is, is that like, this is a Microsoft check. It's not an Xbox check. And Microsoft has an essentially bottomless war chest when yeah. it comes to stuff like this. So, I, I mean, I mean, Brandon, so if, if, if you had to, if you had to speculate on how long it would be before we saw the next big streamer, like sign an exclusivity deal this month. Yeah. This, this month. month. You think it's going to be that another soon? One, another one this month. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be? Is yeah. it going to be Dr. Disrespect? 
I mean, okay, so like if you saw that tweet, at like that's interesting. I, mean, I didn't he, know about he, that tweet. Brandon. He was heavily, yeah, he was heavily implying that, like, so he he tweeted a picture of like the tweet was like, "Hey, I went for a run and I just happened to get down to Microsoft and talking about some NDA shit." And oh, then, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I think people were like assuming. He, well, he played posted, something. Yeah, and then now right after the this, people yeah, are but like, now oh, it seems like this the mix. Yeah. yeah, the mixer offices are in that very office that he. Interesting. Was... Yeah, exactly, exactly. And th- this was about a month ago or two months ago that he posted that tweet. I so, bet they announce like one a week for yeah, yeah, a little so while. It's po- like yeah. so, 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 Brandon. I want to ask Brandon one more question. Um, Brandon, does does Twitch need to be worried? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there, you know, like how we've how we've talked so much about how uh, Twitch is feast or famine for like the, you know it's it's yeah. the top streamers are the ones bringing in all the viewers and you know who cares about the ninety nine percent of other streamers that have two viewers or one or zero like that's what ninety nine percent of Twitch is so like yeah when they lose their their ninja he's like the one who's bringing them all their viewers. So so what's interesting is that Dragon in chat said that less than two thousand uh less than two hundred thousand of his two hundred k or two hundred k yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 200,000 of his 14 million followers have gone over to Mixer for him so far, even with the lure of free subs, which is interesting, although he won't stream on Mixer for the first time until tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see. Now, his first broadcast is going to bring in a shitload of fucking views. Right? Uh, with the way people are talking about it today, yeah. It's going to bring I'm... subs, we'll see, but, but uh, you know, Viewers. like... The number will be there. Viewers, absolutely. Subs, I don't know, Justin, like, Justin, like... He's gonna get the views tomorrow, absolutely, one hundred percent. But if you're talking subs, like, do you do you think everybody's gonna fall is gonna come away from Twitch? All his all his subscriptions are gonna are gonna migrate over to to Mixer immediately. I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> somebody, I'm like, I mean, I've I, never seen this before. Like, like, like this is this is. I I mean, I think most likely it'll be. I mean, he's gonna get big numbers tomorrow. But I think also like there's probably gonna be a lot of journalists and stuff watching too because i think whatever tomorrow's stream is is kind of big business news for the industry almost um i might might actually watch it tomorrow just because this is like for the industry it's historic i don't even like ninja but i might watch it tomorrow um, because i'm I'm interested to see what happens like i think it's i think it's going to be a slow build however like i don't think ninja alone would do it even though ninja is you know a huge name i think it'd be a few other, you know, I think it would take a few other people kind of consistently streaming for it to really make probably uh, really make a dent. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, I don't follow the whole Twitch scene too closely aside from, you know, some of the big numbers and some of the, you know, few people that I, I watch, but um, it'll be just interesting to see, you know, how it goes because I think, from you know my experience with Mixer, which admittedly it was only one time, but um, I liked it. Um, so uh, we'll see, and we'll also see how Amazon decides to punch back because I feel like Amazon's are gonna start making some changes to Twitch to try to keep some of these yeah. big streamers um, on. They probably you know went straight to panic mode. It, today, it, it's so. going to be a, a year from now. It's going to be really interesting to look at the streaming landscape uh, that, like at that point, as opposed to, to, I mean, Twitch, to today. Twitch has been the go-to without competition yeah. for and nine years. I, I mean, what just like, I'll end on this. Like, like what a fucking baller move. 
by Mixer. Like that like regardless of your feelings on Ninja, this was a baller fucking move. Um and uh I just hit everybody blindsided today. Like I just I, I couldn't fucking believe what I was seeing. Um I, I do want to move on to some questions we got on Twitter because we get some really fun ones. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I want to start with uh, uh, from uh, Undead Three uh, Undead Three uh, Sixteen Roman Numerals Undead Three uh, XVI. Um, he wants to know uh, Nicholas Downey. He wants to know if I uh, if I wanted to play my first Final Fantasy game, what should it be, Brandon? Okay. Yeah. I, I think you know it's a very easy question to answer because most of them. Like, the vast majority of them. Like, the exceptions to it would be 1, 2, and 3, the original NES trilogy. Yeah, you don't want to... Yeah. yeah. Those, <laughs> are just straight, those are just straight up archaic, and yep. they, they're still on. Like, they're they're worth playing after you've played, like, all the other and ones. For, like, a history to lesson to see yeah, where the exactly, series exactly. come from. Yeah. But, like, you can start with 4, and then 5 is fine, 6 is fine, seven's fine, eight's fine, 9 is fine, 10 is fine. Obviously, 11, uh, no. You know, no, there's no yeah, reason to go no. back to 11 now. Uh, 12, yes. 13, questionable. Uh, I, I say no. I don't think 13 you should start with because not because not even because of the quality of the game. It's just so just radically pure, different. Yeah, it's so radically different from even like the way seven took the way six and seven moved from traditional fantasy towards like uh, technological fantasy. Yeah. Like 13 is just so far out in sci-fi land that it's just not really that representative. It's not a fantasy game at all. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so I say skip 13 um 14 if four, 14 is is weird because obviously it is an mmo and it relies very heavily on nostalgia for the yes. entire series but if you are into mmos and have never played a final fantasy game i think it's still good so it there's a lot you know there's a lot of uh i would i would agree with you brandon i would caveat it with this right like i like it is going to hit like the final like part of the fun of playing Final Fantasy fourteen are, are all those nostalgia bombs that get dropped on you. Sure, yeah, um, like oh, oh, there's a free oh, there's Leviathan there's, right. Like and if like, I'm writing example, a chocobo, yeah, or, or even like more poignant, if you haven't played Final Fantasy six, then the first time you get your magic tech armor mount in Final Fantasy fourteen and you hear uh, Terra's yeah. theme. Like, You're like it's, oh, that, it's, that's cool music, but it's it not going to hear you. Know, it's not going to hit that you. Emotional resonance, right? Yeah. Like, like but still, uh, I think if you like MMOs. It's a good. It's a good first one to play. I agree. First Final Fantasy game. To play. I agree. Um, and then fifteen is 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 great. Like it, it, you know, when you first start Final Fantasy fifteen, it even gives you the other thing. It's like for first timers and fans like whatever the fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. 15 and then and then also uh, seven remake will be. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna bring so time. many people in, Brandon. Yeah. Like so like like for me, um, I've been thinking about this question all day actually because you you guys know I fucking love Final Fantasy. Um, I would start with anything between four and nine because ten yeah. on are so radically different. Yeah. Um, you should absolutely if you're starting off with Final Fantasy, Nicholas, you should absolutely get a an appreciation for where Active Time Battle started. Which is mm-hmm. the battle system from from one to to nine, but but don't 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 four to brand. nine or oh, well, well no, no, you're right four three to nine. was pure term. you're, yeah, you're right sorry about that yeah um but but I I mean four five and six are all great starting points I'm gonna personally say four or six one because I think those I I think those two games have the best stories out of the Super Nintendo Final Fantasies and also and they're they're not overly convoluted either. they're not. Um, Final Fantasy like six, seven, eight, seven, eight, and nine. You need to watch some YouTube videos to get you, them. You do, 
you do. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, I think. Or, I mean, I would say, arguably for some people, has the the best roster of the entire series. Um, it certainly has the best villain. Kefka is. I don't think anybody would argue that Kefka is the best villain in the entire series. Um, it's just a fucking magical game. I personally would start with six. Um, four is also a good choice, and then I would move on to um, to uh, to you know. Seven, eight, nine are good choices as well. If you were on to start, I would start with six, but then I would move on to anything from between ten and fifteen, simply because the battle system, starting with Final Fantasy X, I mean, literally changes with every game. Um, you know, ten. So it's, has, a, it's a good question because there's there's like no there's bad so ones much, to really start with. I mean, right, and that's the, the thing. Old, like the old I, NES ones are like very. Definitive. I I dump on some of the Final Fantasy games, but they're all good games. I mean, it's Final Fantasy. You're not going to get yeah. anything that's bad. Um, I like like I mean, ten. You get your turn-based battles. The graphics good. Nice. Exactly. World, good music. It's. But... And, and, I mean, I would say Brandon. Arguably, it has the best. Uh, it has the best love story in the series, between Titus and Yuna. Um. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm not a fan I, of. I, I'm not a fan of Squall and Renoa. I'm, but... I'm not a fan of the romance plots, but I think Eight does. That's just me. And I don't even like Eight because, like I said, I'm not a fan <laughs> of the plots. But I do think it does that the best. Lena, do you want to cut on this before I go over to Justin? Um, I agree. Four through nine. Um, I would start with six. Yes. Personally, because I just I agree with you. Six oh yeah, six is well. a very easy one to start. With. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so fucking good. God um, damn, that game's perfect. I thought about being cheeky and saying oh, you should start with Final Fantasy Adventure for the Game Boy. But... <laughs> you should start with Final uh, Fantasy that, Mystic uh, Quest. That was my first <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yeah, Adventure was my first. <laughs> Brave XVS. Brave. On Start mobile. with all, get, download all the bravest. <laughs> Record keeper, yeah. On mobile. <laughs> Justin, what about you? Uh, it's a hard question to answer because I think like everybody always wants to say what their first one was. Like, yeah. For the for, for like what your first one should be. Like my first was seven. Um, seven holds a really you know holds a special place uh for me uh but yeah i i do agree with the you know four six seven eight nine ten i think i don't think you could go wrong with starting with any of any of those ones so uh yeah like you know I, and that's the thing nicholas is that there, there's really ultimately no bet there's no wrong answer here um you can start with anything after final fantasy 3 and be completely satisfied and even even then one two and three have playable modern versions that are they do enjoyable. absolutely um, however like still like i'm not gonna say don't play final fantasy 3 ds as your first final fantasy it's just <laughs> it's because it's next to impossible yeah it's yeah, fucking yeah. hard it's, i didn't think it was even very fun <laughs> and of course the dawn of souls like final fantasy 2 is the only game in the series i would say is just objectively a bad game yeah. um it's just it's just not very good uh but uh but yeah yeah a any final fantasy aside from two uh after four i think i think you are you are you are golden um let's grab a uh let's grab another question from at t 117 on twitter when you outfit your player character what aesthetic or style choices do you choose for example in insomniac spider-man i wear one of the classic looking suits during daytime and the darker suits in the rain and at night lena we'll 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 kick this to you first and then we'll go to justin um, I usually go for the frilliest things or the purple thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, that SDGC motif, I like it. We're frilly and purple. <laughs> um, I mean, in Spider-Man, I'm trying to remember which one I used in Spider-Man. I think I switched every so often, but I think I ended up using the one that was like the comic shading one or something. 
But um, yeah, frilly and purple is just my aesthetic. If it, if I can be purple, I'll do it. <laughs> Justin, what about you? Um, Sp- Spider Man's kind of an interesting one to bring up for the example because usually I, I like taking you know my time to customize my character. Um, you know, choose an outfit that I I like, and usually it's not the default. But I couldn't bring myself to not use the Insomniac Design Advanced suit in Spider-Man PS4. I love that suit design. Uh, it's quite possibly my favorite Spider-Man suit design. Um, on, on top of the fact that, like, especially for that game, it felt wrong to be using like the specialized suits that you yeah. can unlock in like the cutscenes or it's like weird. the movie yeah, suits and really stuff. Weird. Um, like, and I mean, the suits in that game are immaculately recreated. Um, <laughs> like, there's none that look. Like you could tell they put serious love and time into those those models. Yeah. Um, but like usually usually um I, I think it really just depends on the game and the character. Uh I te- it's a tough question for me to ask, but it is, like it's a Spider- difficult question. Spider Spider Man is a, is an interesting one because like that was the one that I I couldn't bring myself to really depart from I couldn't really depart from the default, even though I love so many of the outfits that are available in that game. So this is actually a really interesting question for Brandon, I think, because Brandon is all aboard the Final Fantasy XIV train. Of course, Final (laughs) Fantasy XIV is... Yeah, well, it's interesting because I typically (laughs) am not, you know, one big into the customization of the appearance of my characters. But you are now... Yeah, I spent $10 last night on, <laughs> on a hat, a hat, and uh, yo, my character looks amazing right now. Uh, she really does. Yeah, like a hat, and I don't even know what the hell is. Some summer clothes. Like seasonal, <laughs> some seasonal wear. <laughs> some seasonal wear. So, like, I, I, and straight up, I do not, and still don't, never have care about customization in single player game, like aesthetic customization in single player. That doesn't matter to me anyway. But in multiplayer... Like, yeah, like in Fortnite, I was, you know, buying some emotes and skins and stuff, like, because I care. I do care in multiplayer games. But with FF14, I guess, um, I'm still trying to learn. Like, I, you know, like, I'm like I'm always looking at the wiki for, like, huh, uh, what is this? Like, what gloves exist? I do that too, Brandon. What? I'm like, yeah. how can I make my character look even cooler yeah, exactly. than he does now? Yeah, so honestly, I'm, I'm learning. Well, you're actually running the uh, you're running the old uh, you're running some of the old content just to get glamour for your weapons now. Literally, yeah, I'm literally right and like right now doing very 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 tedious six year old content just to get a weapon purely for looks. <laughs> it's, that's that's where Brandon that's that's where Brandon's at right now. Like that's what this game has done but to it, him. It, it it is very cool looking. It, it like glows purple and shit. I so so like for me like Final Fantasy 14 is a good example too right like I um I got I I got a weapon for my machinist in Final Fantasy 14 for glamour purposes and the I one pl- from the Orban monastery yeah no no the no it was it's like it's that that like that silver hand cannon with like the sparks coming out of it okay where did you have to get that from though? I don't know um I I do, do dude I bought it off the marketplace I saw it I'm oh, like, that's okay. mine and I, like I I showed it to Brandon in game he's like. Holy shit. Oh, and yeah, was, yeah. Like, buying anything like that off the market takes, like, all your money. <laughs> yeah. But I've got, like, a few million gills, so it's not a problem for me. But, but uh, like, for me, I, like, in a game that's not Final Fantasy XIV, and I'm not constantly trying to recreate Edgar from Final Fantasy VI, um, 
for me, I, you know, if I have the option to switch costume, switch looks, and I'll just use Spider-Man here because that's the example that was given. Um, I like to do mine based on the situation or the time of day. I actually like my costume changes to feel practical or like they make sense within the game, Justin, you know, like, for example, like, um, I love the Stark suit, like, like the, the, the red and blue Spider-Man Stark suit, uh, from Homecoming. So I used that during the day for my playthrough. And then at night I would use the suit from Spider-Man big time, the comic, which is black. And it has like, you know, the, 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 neon. the neon. Yeah. yeah. I would use that as like my nighttime suit. Um, and, and to That's me, cool. it, it felt really organic in the game. It like, it made, because like at night it makes sense for Spider-Man to dress in something that's dark. Um, and I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun doing that. Well, uh, and they Spider-Man. also added the, uh, the stealth suit from I'm gonna d- far from home now. I'm so. going to do another playthrough of Spider-Man here soon. And I'm absolutely doing the fucking stealth suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but by the way, I was just, I was actually just thinking, cause you guys were talking about FF14. I'm so excited for Destiny to be getting like transmog stuff basically for armor uh, with oh, Shadow Keep. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm always torn between having an outfit that looks super cool, um, but has like shit tier perks based off of the drops that I got, or ones that, you know, just look like an awful mishmash of stuff, but like really rule for my play style. So I'm really glad that I'm going to be ha- have that, you know, option. And I'm going to, I'm going to be going to be a fashion warlock this fall. I just want to, I just want to point out, uh, I want to say hi to vengeful cheese it in chat. I've never seen vengeful cheese it in here before, but that's a fucking dope name. Vengeful, <laughs> vengeful cheese it. That's that's fantastic. And I've got like a box of regular plain old cheese it's upstairs, and I'm just because of vengeful. I like I, I fucking want some now, dude. Yeah, I got a fucking cheese it Jones now. So we'll do uh, we'll do one more question here, uh, and we'll save some for next week because we we did get quite a few questions this week. Uh, this one is from uh, <coughs> another Twitter question uh, at Waypoint Set CJ on Twitter. Uh, what is your least favorite game in your favorite genre? Which I thought might be a fun, oh, a fun one to tag. That on. is a good question. And mm. I already know. I already know what mine is. Huh, I gotta um, think about it a bit. My, so I'll yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, John. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do mine. Um, I've actually got. So I'll I'll give you one example, right? Like, so my favorite genre are JRPGs, like by far. Like, there's there's not even a question. That's my that's my favorite genre of game. Brandon has probably heard of this game. Other people, others may have not. But if you is it Secret of the Stars? No. Okay. It is actually Beyond the Beyond. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> for... I would say Beyond the Beyond might be the secret of the stars of the PS1. Justin knows what I'm talking about, it sounds like. Uh, Lena, have you ever played Beyond the Beyond? No, I've never heard of it. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah. So, 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 Lena. Yeah, there's a reason. Lena, do yourself a favor. Okay, seriously. After the podcast, go. <laughs> Julie to chat is like, I can't believe Beyond the Beyond got a mention. In 2019, we're talking about Beyond the Beyond on on, play, on PlayStation. Uh, I don't so, even remember what it looks like. I just remember it's fucking terrible. Like the it, title alone is worth mentioning. Beyond the Beyond. <laughs> those so, are some. Those are some. Uh... So like it. So like Brand. So like it really actually tried to do what Octopath Traveler did during its battle system. Like during its battle scenes, it would yeah. like the characters look like a panorama, but it looked like somebody made yeah. it out of peanut butter. And yeah. <laughs> and it was it was so like Brandon the game was fucking impossible. 
It was fucking impossible. The game is so goddamn hard. The story makes no fucking sense. You get a character named Samson. You get a character named Samson who I'm, is like... I'm looking at a video right now and the party is Stan, Annie, and Percy. Yeah, those... The, yep, Stan... And, and literally, Stan. you get a character named Samson. But he's got Wait, a, and, is the and main he's, character Stan? No, the main character is Finn. Like I guess they re, I guess that like whoever's playing that renamed oh, maybe, him. Yeah, but Samson, here's how fucking dumb this game is. Samson, yeah, everybody, like people in chat are looking up, are looking up <laughs> Beyond the Beyond right now. Fucking Beyond the Beyond. You get a character named Samson, and he's like renowned for being powerful, just like the you know you know the biblical Samson is. But he's under a fucking curse when you get him, and for ten hours of the fucking game. He's like the weakest character in your party. He's fucking useless. And it's not till near the end of the game where he gets his curse lifted. And by that point, you're like, fuck it. Who cares? Like, this, like he, he has done nothing this entire fucking game. It, it is so fucking bad. It is literally the worst JRPG I have ever played. It, it, it like just thinking about beyond the beyond is like a dog taking a shit on the floor of my brain forever. Like that is, that is beyond the beyond. And I love that people in chat are actually looking it up and going, Holy fucking shit. Look at this game. <laughs> Lena, please check a, uh, please check beyond the beyond out after you get off of here, because it is, it, it, it is Brandon. It is like the ride to hell redemption of JRPGs. It's that bad. <laughs> It's so fucking bad. I mean, it does look better than Secret of the Stars. So, 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 like, I just now I'm thinking about Beyond the Beyond, and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, at least the sprite, the character sprites look good. Yeah, it's about it, all. It, it, uh, looks like, it looks like something. Yeah, it yeah it yeah it looks like fucking shit. Lena, what about what? you? If you had to pick Lena a game, your least favorite game from your favorite genre, what 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 would it be? What would it be? <sighs> this one's so hard. Um. So, actually, my favorite genre is survival horror. Um, oh, nice. Or horror in general, I guess. And, I mean, the, the the game that came to mind, I guess I wouldn't necessarily call it... I guess it is survival horror. And it's low-hanging fruit, really. But Resident Evil Survivor... Oh, that um, one is bad. Yeah. Is that the gun con one? Yeah, but they wouldn't okay. release it with a gun because Colin oh, yeah, yeah. recently. So, you have to play yeah. with a controller. You have no choice. Oof. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and the voice acting is just bad, and like, there are enemies that don't show up in any other game, and they're basically like, literally, they just put some gorillas in some in some nighttime sneaking outfits, and they just jump around at you and shoot at you, and it's just it's a ridiculous. Game. It was so it's yeah. Bad. Resident Evil Survivor is fucking trash. That game is awful. Is there anybody in chat who likes who actually likes Resident Evil Survivor? Tell us now. Tell us now. Br Brandon, do you have a game? Have you have, yeah. you, have you picked uh, your game? So my favorite genre is FPS, first person shooters. Um, so I guess like I figure I have to go with Medal of Honor Warfighter since I, <laughs> I was gonna say or yeah, was it gonna like, be Warfighter? I, I fucking yep. I hated it so much I got a tag on NeoGAF about it. <laughs> Which I assume was Bish that gave it to me. I still don't know who did it, but it was probably him. Who else gave tags on Gaff? It was probably just. Him. I think it was just Bish. I think it was just Bish. Mostly um, him. Yeah. So I, uh, so yeah, I, got, I had a tag on Gaff for like five years. It was just does not much like Medal of Honor Warfighter. Yep. But, but but specifically because it's just so goddamn bland, generic. Like, why does it exist when there's like you know there, we get a Call of Duty game every year? Honor Warfighter exists. 
Like, what reason is there to play this game? <laughs> I was offended by its mere existence. <laughs> like, it's not that bad. You know, like, it's a functional game, like, mechanically. Like, it plays, like, sort of like Battlefield. But it's just, like, the care. The story is dumb. The, the cutscenes were, like, hideously... I remember those Valley. fucking yeah. cutscenes, dude. You're like yeah. everyone, like I still see people post the picture of like the dude's wife in the cutscene. Everybody's eyes just, are dead. Yeah, like she's They're just all... so freakish looking. She looks like yeah, she looks like a moving corpse. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that that's it. It's like it's not the worst FPS I've ever played, by far. Like I've played Rogue Warrior with. Uh... But but have you played <laughs> Haze? Uh, I did play Haze. You played fucking Haze, dude! Holy yeah. shit! I played uh, Haze. <laughs> and unlike Corn, unlike Corn, it, it, it was not a religion for me. Fucking Haze. Hell yeah. I, you know, was... Again, Haze was not the worst FPS I played last gen either. <laughs> that's really, that's <laughs> Compared really. Compared to like, okay, so like I played um, Legendary the Box. <laughs> that Legendary was, oh, the Box. Legendary. That was pretty bad, yeah, from Spark Unlimited. Legendary oh. the Box. I've never even Again, like, oh man, it was such a cool concept. It's John, like, they. John, they John, you need to look up legendary. Yeah, like so, the box refers to Pandora's box, and the, the like. They what is it like? They go into a museum and they open up Pandora's box, and like all these like flying griffins come out and they're like destroying the world. Yeah, like, like that's it's cool. a cool idea. It's yeah, like, like it's like mythology stuff. Good with that. Yeah. It's, it's fighting mythology stuff in However, an FPS. It could have been cool. <laughs> but it it wasn't. What's it, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it right now. What's it called? Legendary the box. Legendary, legendary the box. The box. Also, that name. Yeah. <laughs> legendary. Le- oh, okay. So yeah, what I mean, the, like, yeah, why legendary the, the box? box? Like legendary the box. <laughs> so uh, why not just call it legendary Pandora's box? I don't know why. Why the box? So 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 uh, while I'm looking at this, Justin, what what about you? If you had to pick your least favorite game from your favorite genre, what would it be? So it's kind of hard for me to pin down a favorite genre. However, um, I'm going to go with a game from one of my favorite franchises. Is that is that okay? It's one please, of my favorite genres. Please, go ahead. So, um, I don't know if I've ranted about it on the show before, but uh, Metroid Other M? Uh, oh, that's a good fucking pick. So, like, core mechanics, like, for combat aren't that bad. However, um... And I'm not even going to get started on that story that turned Samus into, into a, like a sad baby crazy little, yeah, little, yeah, like, oh my like, god, what they... I'm not even going to get... I'm just going to keep it limited to why it's bad as a Metroidvania. It's so... <laughs> like, it's not a Metroidvania. It's oh, a yeah, linear it's, fucking shooter. Like, literally, they... They took all the excitement and fun out of getting power-ups... Like, uh, like it's just somebody telling you you're allowed to use it. And then, like, late game, when that guy gets captured and needs to get safe, Samus is just like, oh, I'm going to use everything now. Like, there's no satisfaction to getting an upgrade. There's no set. Like, it's so infuriating. Like, everything about that game that just... Like, I actually did mildly enjoy the combat. But... Jesus Christ! Everything else about that game pissed me off so much. The, that game, so so Metroid, so Metroid, uh, Metroid Prime Other M, <coughs> actually killed 
the Metroid franchise for how many years? Like, th- like that was the last Metroid game we saw for... What, like, like when did that come out, Justin? Like, 2009, 2010? Uh, like, when did Other M I, actually release? 2010, 2011. It was like 10... It was like nine years or something. It was before about we, nine years ago. Yeah, before we saw another Metroid game. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Fucking Federation Force does not count. We're not yeah, counting no, Federation not. Force. <laughs> Fuck that. It doesn't count. See, I didn't um, play Federation Force. That might that might have gotten the nod had played it. But I actually did, and it's 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 garbage. It's a really um, like for the 3DS, it actually looks really good. It's just not a good game. But like I I think the thing that just takes other M over the top for me is just straight up character assassination of Samus. Like just that horrible progression. Um like I, I, there's obviously objectively worse games out there um but oh that game made me real mad <laughs> i know derek likes that game yeah wait, well derek, I'll, fu- I'll fight him wait 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 hold on is derek still in chat no, no. i Der- checked he's not but i'm certain he does derek likes other m i think i think i've had this conversation derek is before. never fucking allowed to criticize anybody's fucking video game tastes ever again. <laughs> ever again. People like like if you want to tweet at Derek about his apparent love for other M, I'm not gonna tell you you shouldn't. Because <laughs> like how the fuck did I not know this? How did I not know this? Like, Lena, why didn't you fucking warn me about this sooner? I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Derek, fuck! What are you, oh man, that's that's something else. I've been there's there's actually a uh, there's actually a game on Switch I have been dying to play because it looks so bad. I I can't remember the name of it. It's got like some super generic name. It's like Dungeon Crawl or like Dungeon Master or no. Here it is. Here it is. Oh my god! So everybody in chat and everybody here on the podcast as well, look up right now before we get off before we go off the air. Look up Crypt. Of the Serpent King, look that Not shit up. Where did you just Google? Did you just Google shit game? No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw this on the Nintendo eShop the other week, and I was like, I have to fucking play this. Oh, this is like a new release. No, you have to just watch the trailer. You have to look at the gameplay for Crypt of the Serpent King. You know, it is, you're not gonna fucking believe it. It's got a 43 Metacritic, which is higher Ooh. than I expected. Yes. Like that's that's like Fallout seventy. That's like Fallout seventy six level. Yeah. Look at the fucking game though. Look at the game in action. <laughs> look at. Tell me. <laughs> look at this fucking I, thing. I have to say, I love the box art with all my heart. Like Justin, dude, are you are, like just Lena? Lean, lean pull just, up the just gameplay. A, just a good skeleton boy hanging out with yep, his snake he's just friend. Hanging out with the snakes. Like look up. Render code games. That's right, deal. Look up, Le- Lena. L- Lena, look up the fucking gameplay right now. I'm watching now. the trailer right now. And this I- is. I have to fucking play this game, and I don't know if you have the sound up, but it's literally just the same drum beat over and over. It's like boom, boom, oh, boom, I hate boom, 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 boom. It's fucking amazing, and I saw this on the eShop, and I watched the trailer like three times in a row. I was like, this can't be real. This can't be real, but it, this, I, I, and like, Justin, what's that? It's like two bucks on the eShop. Like, I think it's cheap as fuck. Like it's, I don't know. I, I didn't see, I didn't even see the switch version. I just it, saw the Xbox one version. It's on Xbox one too. Yeah. 
These models it's are on crazy. Xbox One and Steam. Lena, they're literally some of the worst character models I've ever seen in my entire life. In my oh, entire man. life. Dio says it's $1 on Steam, Justin. It's $1 on Steam. It's $1.99 on Steam. Yeah. That's fucking... Oh, up. there's a PS4 version of it, too. It's on everything, I guess. <laughs> Brandon, are you seeing this? What's it called again? Oh, Crypt. Uh, I've got to get Brandon's reaction before we go offline. Crypt it's Crypt of, of the Serpent Crypt of King. The Serpent King. Serpent Brandon, Man. you've got to fucking see this, dude. Like you've you've got to fucking oh. see this. Oh, I I found Switch gameplay footage. This oh. should be fun. Oh yeah. Oh no, dude. On oh so no. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> This is a real story. Oh, anybody God. anybody listening so to this episode that isn't that isn't why looking is this everything up is gonna so be real. Shiny. Everything looks like it's everything looks like it's a fucking kid's action figure. Yeah. The ground is oh no. It's like there's no color everything's gray and I I think this is all I think the game is is all just default Unity stuff. Oh yeah, yeah it has to be. Like not e not even like purchased from like They're the asset even... store, like I think this is just default. I just love like, that Brandon sounded physically Unity, so. pained by what he was seeing. I mean, like, yeah, like two within two seconds, I'm like, ah, okay. I... Like they, yeah. they didn't buy these models from. The oh same no! Set, like I'm watching the combat. It's like <laughs> they, made, <laughs> they made Skyrim's combat look good. Oh, no. Like there's just no, there's no, there's no feedback. There's no nothing. He's just <clears throat> like I, I actually How much game cost. It's like, dude, dude, it's like a buck. Uh, it's, it's like 65 cents too much. I, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, how bad, how bad do you actually want to try it? How, how bad do I want to try it? Yeah. A zero percent. I want to play it. I I'm might actually download it tonight and play it. I'm comfortable. I might I've actually download it. Yeah. So apparently it's two bucks on every platform. I'm going to, I'm going to download it. I'm Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking it. about, I'm gonna, Lena. I'm going to speed run it. Lena, uh, Lena, I pledge I will download it tonight, and we will have you back on to talk about it. Lena, okay, Lena, play, play it on SGDQ uh, in January, <laughs> and uh, we'll donate. Okay. This, this is yeah. Anyway, we, we so we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and cut it off here. We, are <laughs> we can wrap it up now. Yeah, we'll fucking we'll end on we'll end on Crypt of the Serpent King. Uh, so don't forget everybody PAX is coming up soon we'll be doing that um, Dio says this is art uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> Jesus we'll be uh, we'll be at PAX here soon uh, coming up in about a month uh, we'll be working the Hope booth uh, for takethis.org so uh, uh, if you are swinging through the diversity lounge at PAX West please come check us out uh, we'll be doing a bunch of other stuff on the floor as well and if you see us hey say hi you know if you're gonna be there uh, and you see any of us there running around with our special guest badges please stop us and say hi uh, I do hugs don't be afraid to come up and hug me oh no Brandon what is it Brandon what is it well, Lena she, she, she's downloading Crypt of the Serpent she's downloading it right now yep there we go that's what the fuck I'm talking about Lena, Lena, Lena's legit that's what the fuck I'm talking about Lena <laughs> You owe her two dollars. I will literally pay you the two dollars. I will. I will give you the two dollars. I will. You don't have to. Absolutely. This, this is a great. This is a great example of how responsibly we use our Patreon funds. I'm gonna fucking yeah right. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna fucking download this shit on Switch because I want to be able to take Crypt of the Serpent King wherever I go with me. I mean, That's hey, the power I have bad rats on my my account. <laughs> this game has achievements. What are the achievements? Fucking uh, play, is that trading cards. 
play it for an hour, play it for an hour without getting diarrhea. Complete like, levels one through seven on easy, normal, and hard. Those are all the achievements. Those are the achievements. Yeah. I'm glad they put so much fucking <laughs> thought into the goddamn achievements. Oh my god, I'm gonna play this shit tonight. I'm not fucking kidding you. I'm gonna play this shit. Dio says it actually has cards on stream or on Steam. It has oh, cards. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to wrap it up here. Don't forget, we'll be at PAX West uh, uh, working oh, working with TakeThis.org. Uh, so please swing by TakeThis.org. Uh, s- support us. We are doing some really good work uh, trying to break the stigma of uh, mental illness, not just in the gaming community, but in society at large. So we would really appreciate that. Um, and uh, hey, we'll, we will be back next week on Thursday, uh, as always, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Twitch. So until then, it's not always poetry, and we don't always agree, but we always keep it real. So until next time, thank you so much for stopping by, and take care of each other. See you later. Bye. <laughs>